channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. talk about tandem healing with Michelle Gray and Helena. I don't know your last name, Helena. What is your last name? Yeah, it's Nimic. Nimic. All right. So, yeah. Um, you know, I've been Hi uh, everyone. Hi. And and uh, you know, I I've been paying for energy readings for you peeps because I care about you and I want to make sure that maybe there's something I could do, you know, more. And I found it very interesting that a lot of times in these readings, uh, Michelle and Helena find out that the scalar energy is there. It just hasn't absorbed into the energy yet. Mm-hmm. Something is blocking it. But, of course, you two are the experts. So, And hi, Eric. How are you doing? I love you. <laughs> yes, yeah, Eric's he's here. <laughs> yeah, he's been with Helena tonight. Jumping oh. around playing playing games, Helena. Tell tell everybody oh. <laughs> what what Eric did to you before the show. Okay, oh, so <laughs> I was sitting on my front porch, and um, this car pulled up, and this guy came running up the porch, but he didn't have a parcel or anything with him, and he just handed me this like deco, you know, like something you'd stick on your car, or your window, or something. And right. it says all I caught was the four highway. And where Michelle and I live, there's the 401, 402, 403, 407. And I'm thinking, what's going on with the highway, right? Ooh. It's the 420 highway. It's a new dispensary um, oh. in London That's here. And I didn't, I didn't catch it till I seen all the pot leaves on the sign. And Eric's laughing at me because I didn't get it right away. I'm trying to figure out, well, what's going on with the highways? And the toll-free number is one eight eight four twenty buds. Eric's letting me know. Yeah, that's Eric letting me know I'm with you <laughs> and making me laugh at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell me your story, guys. How did you guys get together? How did this, did this all happen? Wow. Do you want to take Wait, that one, Michelle, or? Okay, well I'll start. I'll start with a little bit, and then you can jump in because it's, we'll try. We'll give the. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. The boil water um, notice. Sorry, we've had a boil water uh, notice. Oh, I can't finish. Oh my God, I can't. I say can't. That's, that's kind of that's kind of what was going on in Helena and I's life when things started. It was kind <laughs> of like a like a boil alert. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, God. for sure. <laughs> we actually we were talking about this today because we, we were doing tandem healings this morning. And um, so we were we were chatting today about this, and we realized that it was actually 11 years ago, like this month that we met. And um, it, it's kind of a we'll try I'll try and give the Cliff Notes version, but Helena and I met at probably one of the most challenging points of our life. I know Helena's had other situations too, but I was at. Um, the part of my journey where I had just been uh, come off a lot of pills or was just coming off a lot of pills from a, an opiate addiction. And her and I met in a treatment center, like in a doctor's office. And mm-hmm. what brought us together, we were two strangers that were really just coming out of some of the hardest days of our life. And yeah. we were sitting in the, in the waiting room. And what brought us together was Helena's daughter 
I just had a baby and I was about to have my son Mm. and um, we started talking about baby clothes and the long and short of it is, is the two of us, it went to baby clothes to, Hey, did you want to ride to have it to see, we would have to go to this clinic once a week. And um, so we would continuously meet at the same time and we started to get to know each other well, we, it ended up we'd start to get coffees, and then, you know, I'd drop her off at a meeting, and then it became the point where the meetings ended up being us because we had so much in common, um, our journeys, what we had shared together. And then we started to discover all of the interests that we had, like the paranormal and kind of experiences that we'd had, and things just really unfolded from there. And to this day, for 11 years, we have not missed a Tuesday morning together for wow. 11 years. We have done That's this. And a lot during, of Tuesdays. It yeah. is a lot of Tuesdays. <laughs> and let me tell you, they have been uh, probably the most sacred and beautiful moments. because Rewarding. Us, yeah. Rewarding. Um, because we have yeah. done a lot of healing together. And we both came from a place where... We weren't really sure what was going on. I was diagnosed with cancer during that yeah. time as well, and Helena was with me through that whole period. Um, wow. We, we went through a, a, a spiritual awakening. Awakening, um, yeah. And, and Eric has spent many, many a time sitting with us. Um, <laughs> he worked on both of us. That's how we discovered a lot of uh, what was happening was working yeah. with Eric. Um, Helena's brother passed away, and mm. Eric crossed him over. Well, and, I had Eric um, cross him, and, yeah. yeah. And he was a real prankster, too, so, like, yeah. all he did was make us laugh. Oh, and uh, oh, Eric yeah. and Tom, Eric and my brother, yeah. Oh, and um, really, <laughs> Eric got me through, well, it's definitely the most challenging time of my life, losing my brother. Um, but he comes he comes to me now, too, and, you know, we have that different relationship, you know. Um, yeah. But I know that he's with me. He's always with yeah. me. Just like I know Eric is always with me, you know. Yeah. So. yeah. And so over that period of time, and I'll let Helena kind of tell her little part, too, the yeah. damn healing, but... Over this period of time, um, what was so interesting is Helena and I both, um, like Helena's a healer, and she had already taken Reiki, and, you know, we already knew this part about herself, but really cracked open. And um, Helena took a little different course and went back to school, and she'll explain some of that. But how the tandem healing part started was um, I was, because I, I also do healing work along with mediumship and everything. Well, About six or seven months ago, I started having these clients come to me, or I'll just say people are coming to me through my email, messaging on my website, and asking for a very specific type of help. Not Hmm. something that I advertise or offer or anything, or really that I knew a lot about. So they were mentioning, um, you know, uh, like, and I mean specific, like to my body moves like this. I hear this voice. I'm having this experience. Like, wow. I'm saying specific things. And it wasn't just one person. They started coming from different places. And none of these people knew each other, but they all had these common denominators. So 
I was just kind of making note of it, and I thought, this is really interesting. Like, what is going on here? And this one comes to me, and I wasn't quite sure what to do, and I said to Eric, like, I've not really dealt with this before. Like, I've dealt with removing negative energy and all of that sort of thing, but I've not really dealt with this. What do I do? And he says, tell Helena. You need to do this with Helena. And so I told her. I called her up and I said, I have this, you know, I have this session and, and this is what the case is and everything. And Eric has guided me to tell you about it and let's do it. Well, we went and did it and we, we have, were guided to do it in an outdoor park, which is what we did because we're very spirit led and that's how we did it. Nature. So it was yeah. nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. the most incredible, powerful, powerful. Yeah. Like we've never, we were, we were speechless when we were done. We couldn't believe what had happened from what we felt, what we heard, what we got, the strength wow. of it, everything. It was undeniable. And we just kind of looked at each other like, what just happened? And from that point on, what Eric said was there was going to be more. And there was. Actually, Eric said there would be three a week. And there was. Mm-hmm. And so they started coming again. We're not telling anybody there's not any advertising for it. We're yeah. not doing anything. It's just coming to us organically. And so what we started to do was we started to kind of make notes and keep track of what was happening and kind of, you know, figure out what was going on. And we started to notice that a lot of these people are light workers, that um, there was common information coming through from their higher selves and from Eric about them having galactic connections and we were getting entities some earthbound spirits but the one thing and Helena's going to tell you the rest about this but the one thing that started to come through very strongly was a reptilian connection mm. and that's not something that I've ever dealt with but I'll let Helena tell you the rest of this because this is where her expertise comes in well my experience comes in um, yes. if someone had told me 10 years ago that I would be doing this kind of thing, I would have laughed because I experienced, uh, I would have, I experienced a reptilian energy um, attachment from about 17 years old till I was in my early thirties. And um, it was the most terrifying, isolating, um, just, and I didn't know it was reptilian until the, the last incident before I was able to banish it. Um, and, like, that's why God bless you, Elisa, because in the beginning I said to Michelle with the scalar work and that, I was so alone with it. Back then, I like, I couldn't tell anybody. I could you know, like, there was just nowhere to go with it. I know. We're on the and, bleeding uh, edge, man. We're on the bleeding edge. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. one night... Um, and this was the last time, like, and it would mess with me physically, and, and I'm talking, like, yeah. years off and on. Mm-hmm. So one night, um, I was on my side on the couch, and it threw me on my back. It was trying to pry my legs open, and the only way I can describe it is I felt like it was wanting to rape me. Yeah, and I I've seen the scales. That's how I knew it was reptilian. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I said to my partner, look, I can't take this. I'm going to tell our family doctor about it. And our family doctor was um, a strict Baptist faith. 
And oh, my partner God. said, if you tell him that, he's going to put you in the psych ward. And I said, well, maybe that's where I need to be because I'm losing it here, you know? So I went and I told my doctor and I told him everything, the whole story. And he looked at me and he said, you have just told me almost word for word what my sister-in-law experienced. (gasps) And he gave me, he gave me this card of Christian exorcist. Now I took the card, but I never used them. Um, I think it was, unloading that and having somebody say to me yes other people do go through this you've just described it um and something in me the next time it came and the hair stood up on the back of my neck like that maybe happened to me twice but it was just terrifying but every fiber of my being every cell i believed that god's spirit was all powerful and that that attachment had no power over God, love, you know, spirit, and uh, and I, I banished it like at that time. That was it. It has never come back. Um, it, I, I told it it could never come back, and it was just the the strength of my conviction and my faith. Like that's what I believe. But for a mm-hmm. long time, I would stay away from that stuff. I I didn't want to have anything to do with it because it'd be not traumatic you know, and yeah. now I I realize that that was part of my experience for my past, um, for mm-hmm. what I'm to do in my healings, and and like I say, just to know that you're not alone, because yes. um, it, it would just laugh at you, like what, you know, they think that, you know, you were nuts, and uh, and it's not, it's real, <laughs> you know, well, anyone that's... Um, something that uh, my... my um second eldest daughter, Michelle, told me yesterday, <laughs> she, she went through this one and a half year period where she just was sure that every lesion she had was skin cancer. And it, she woke up with that fear and dread and, and, and all the way up to like the, when she went to sleep, it was, it was killing her. And one day she went to a, a, a window and she felt like it was an attachment. And she said, get the fuck out of here. I am you. <laughs> And it went away and never came back. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah. And, I mean, it was absolutely crippling at the time. And it's not something I would wish on anybody. No. But I know that it was an important part of my journey, my soul journey. And I almost felt that in a way that this, attachment this reptilian was looking at me like I was a really big prize if he got me it would be a real big one on yeah, the scoreboard yeah yeah now yeah and that's what we're finding with the tandem healings that most of these people if not all of them are very mm-hmm. strong light workers you know yeah. and light agitates the dark <laughs> you know um yeah. And you also, like I look at it where you can't have one without the other. And some of us, like myself, had to go to the depths of darkness to see the light, trust in the light, Mm -hmm. and live the light, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. When when the light uh, gets brighter, the dark reacts violently. I don't know who said that. Yes, yes. It agitates the dark. Yes, most definitely. And sometimes that happens, too, after the healing 
um, like some of the, even some that come after the scalar healings, there might be a residue and then it's not really a, a full attachment. And we found some of that. Like it, it, we really learned a lot. And after mm-hmm. Helena and I um, started doing this ourselves, that's when Eric started to nudge. He's like, you need to tell my mom. You need to tell her. Yeah. And we just knew. We didn't know exactly where that was leading, but we knew that we had to tell you. And um, Eric had said it was going to help a lot more people. And so, and it really has because it's it's really extended out. And like you said, Elisa, a lot of people – um, they've had scalar work done, and it's not that it's not working because Eric shows it. In fact, he did one today where he showed us yeah. that yeah. the scalar energy is like um, it's like it's all the way around one of the auric fields, and we can see the auric field like all of the wow. different bodies, subtle mm-hmm. bodies, and that energy sits there. And what Helena and I know and we've witnessed with these healings is that a lot of times there's a combination of the, um, say, the, the connection in the past life, that maybe there's a residue that needs a little extra assistance, but the belief system. Mm-hmm. And yes. many times that this person <coughs> may need that extra push and to help show them where they can work in that belief system to pull the cork to allow yeah. enough of that energy in yeah. to then blow the rest of it open. Because it's yeah. not a one-size-fits-all for everybody. Oh no! You know, and it, it and really it is an inside depend. journey too. It's not it like wave a magic wand and your life right. going to magically change. Um, right. When when we uh, you know banish the entity, the attachment, whatever, <clears throat> that opens a person up to where they can make their own choices. They're like realize their own real self without the influence of those entities and attachments. So there is a certain amount of responsibility on the person too, on their belief system, you know. And yeah, this is a they, very common thread. People say, hey, uh, you guys who, um, you know, uh, want success with scalar energy, it's up to you mm-hmm. too to have this oh, of course. You know, belief of course. And, and, and faith mm-hmm. and um and yeah. and also asking for your healing team and guardian angel and your guys to help you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and they will. Talk to them it's like and you. it's a, like they'll assist. Yeah. Absolutely. It's and a like lot that of, a saying, lot of God's these... not going to come down and make you breakfast. Yes. <laughs> you know. Oh, um, okay. I wish. <laughs> yeah. I want my yeah. eggs over easy, bacon and toast. <laughs> well, that, that would be nice, but... And, yeah. You know, it's it's truly is about releasing them into their free will. Right. You yeah. know, um, and and like the mental state too of where people are at. Um, <laughs> I was very. Um, I'm a survivor of all forms of abuse. I <laughs> had no self esteem, no self worth. Didn't feel. I felt. I truly believe that I must have been a terrible person in a past life Whoa. to have brought all the trauma oh, yeah, and suffering. Yeah. We all yeah, were. so um, <laughs> that kind of puts bad. you in that, yeah, but it puts you in that vulnerable spot for these attachments and things to to, to attach onto you. Oh At God, least yes. you're vulnerable, right? Yes. So, yeah. um, and there's, there's often, um, you know, the, 
the patterns, like when you, where you've had that heavy, um, the heavy energy and your mental patterns and everything have worked in that direction for such a period of time, it takes a bit for that to, to kind of work in this new direction. So, you know, there's often some patience, but we've had such good um, results. We've had so many beautiful emails and messages sent to us with improvements and, you know, things that are starting to go in validation. Yeah. Well, I did yeah. want to continue to pay for people's energy reading, but mm-hmm. um, I, I want to do it if they've done scalar energy work. Mm-hmm. And even after we added the last component, which is um, other life bleed through February 22nd. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I need to be able to afford Lucas's salary. But, yeah, I want to help as many people <laughs> as possible. And, um and it's really helped a lot of folks and appreciate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. how does tandem energy, what do you do out there in the park? Tell me about it. <laughs> well, okay. the, the number it's, one it's, component is love. Yes. Okay. It's, it's love. Yes. And the biggest thing uh, really, is love. Absolutely. It is. It is. Yeah. And Helene and I have developed like it's a very organic relationship of, and I mean, the connection that we have, we know has had lifetimes previous and um, we've built up so much trust between the two of us that we know that that's a really big component of it. Um, Well, us being physically, like physically together, it just, the energy is so much stronger, more intense. It's just, um, and not, and that's in like not just the tandem healings. That's just our spirituality. Like when Michelle and I are together, it just flows, you know. Wow. And um, mm-hmm. so the tandem healings, I just that's why it's important to us to be physically together because we just feel that added, you know. Um, of course. And like, we'll like we'll we'll call in the divine team. Um, it, it's a little, and I mean, in the beginning, it was kind of, you know, learning, experimenting and seeing what, you know, did this work, did that work, like just, you know, trying out different things and that, but it became, it was so natural, eh, Michelle, like just so authentic, yeah. the little yeah. rituals and things that we did. Yeah. And, um, very spirit, and then very we'd go, yeah, very, yeah, and, um, yeah, because we'd both be receiving information and, and giving, you know, speaking it out loud and then the other person would, and sometimes we'd get the same thing right at the same time. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just, um, wow. We'd blow our minds because we'd spit it out at the same time. And then yeah. <laughs> the other piece that we have is we have, um, <clears throat> we have a, a ghost radar, like a little um, machine running oh, yeah. with it spitting out words. Yeah. And that, that, you know, it fascinates us because, what was the, I think this is one of our early ones that we did, Helena, where um, mm-hmm. the, remember the um, reptilian had come in and Helena started to hear this one talk to her the day oh, before. Oh, yeah, he was growling. We did the healing. Yeah. And yeah. she could hear the growling. Well, we, yeah. we do it in a shelter. Like, it's at, we're outside in, you know, in the, out in the open, but there's a little shelter. So if it's raining or snowing or whatever, it doesn't matter. We're still right. outside, but she could hear the growling down by her feet. Mm-hmm. And we had the we had the um, radar going, and it was spitting at words saying trickster and removed mm-hmm. and like just uh, unbelievable yeah. stuff. But we've we've actually had we had one 
uh, reptilian energy crossed to the light. Um, I think this was two weeks ago, Helena. We had, yeah, had the one that I, was, I, was dragging its tail behind it. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Yeah, that because that doesn't because ha- we always give them the choice, Elisa. You know yeah. that they can cross into the light as well, and none of them do. Um, I get a lot of like I say to Michelle, it's taunting me. It's taunting me. You know, yeah. um, and, and that's that's why like I'm so I know my belief system and what I'm grounded in because I never would have been able to go through that again after what I yeah. experienced. So yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, most of them don't want to to go into the light. I it, it, I don't know if they're afraid of the light. If like it's just when people feed off negativity and darkness and, you know, and, and there are even like people that feed off that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, when I do my scalar energy, uh, part of the script is asking our uh, Archangel Metatron to mm-hmm. guide or if necessary force non-benevolent beings and, and well, I mean earthbound spirits and non-benevolent spirits into the light. But I never ask him mm-hmm. to do to do that with reptilians. Um, I, I I do have this whole thing where Archangel Michael and his entire dominion and the Rainbow Ray Gardens of Light burn right. of all holy fires, things like tricksters and Satan and reptilian collectives and other alien collectives and you know alien hybrids that are non eleven etc. But I, how do you get right. rid of reptilians? What do you do? But they like, why? But I don't know if it works. Well, I mean, we just give them the choice. And I'm not even sure if last week that one actually did. Yeah, I know it, it was. Have, it showed it, us it, 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 it could was, have been leaving. That's true. Yeah, but it kind of, the thought was there. Maybe that was more mm-hmm. it. That it was actually, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But um, we also crossed a human soul that day as well. So, mm-hmm. um you know, a, a human attachment to, um, and then like I, we just get to about the portals, um, close up, you know, portals that are somewhere that that this is getting in, or and in extreme cases, you know, I, I ask Archangel Michael to be in in their home in their presence with them, you know, like guard the doors right. and you know, like the protection. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> It usually uh, takes us, per per person, from start to finish, it usually takes us about 45 minutes per person to do it. And we don't do any more than three. Three is our maximum per per day. How do you feel afterwards? Do you get totally exhausted? Like When I have a full day of scalar energy, I feel like I Mm -hmm. just am a jellyfish. I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. I have taken uh, you take a, a a bath in Himalayan salt whatever mm-hmm. yeah that's not enough but yeah so what do you do yeah, well I do. I think it's like I get a force of energy and then I just yeah. deplete <laughs> yeah. you know it's oh. like um it yeah. fills you up but then maybe half an hour later or so it's just like I'm exhausted right oh, no. it's like, so, it's like, it's like a hot baby coming off that sugar it's high like, yeah it's like that's what it's like. It's like a sugar high. It hits you yeah. hard, like ooh, like I'm flying. Not I, nothing, nothing could bring me down. And then all of a sudden, like maybe about two hours later, it's like I need to go for sleep. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. 
but um but it's definitely like this is something that um it, it just it feels right with the two of us doing it together it happens so organically that we right. just can't we can't question how yeah. it all came about like there's just no question yeah. it just makes so much sense and and like it, even Eric tonight there he like, like I'm I'm a little bit more I don't like to be in the spotlight like I um I'd rather be in the background somewhere and mm-hmm. Eric is just like no you you get out of that comfort you need to oh. put yourself out there you know <laughs> you're a healer you're a medium you need to get yourself out mm-hmm. there because this is mm-hmm. your passion you know mm-hmm. um that's sweet yeah. So, yeah. so you have a connect, you have a relationship with Eric. That's awesome. Oh, definitely. I have for years. Yeah. I've channeled Eric. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's just that it seems to have like expanded so much in the last couple of years, and even in the last six months, it's it's just amazing. Yeah, definitely. I love my yeah. talks with him. I love like oh. you know I channel messages and yeah like um. I don't have a website up or anything, but people can get a hold of me on my email. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we put it up there. What? Mm-hmm. What's your email? We, Helena Nimitz? Yeah. Oh, is it up? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it's up in the description. It'll, oh. it'll be up there too, but everybody can see it in the description as well if they want to reach Helena for – Helena is a, a healer too. So whether you're doing tandem yeah. – and the tandem bookings are on my website, but – yeah. But um, Helena but I do distant healings too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she does. And mediumship. She's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. All right, so tell me about the most significant past life you guys have had together. Hmm. Hmm. Most significant past life. Eric, help. Is that the one where we were sisters, Michelle? Remember, um, in. Uh, Western times, <laughs> the yes. saloon yes. and the small yes. town, and that when we yes. were sisters. Yeah, remember that yes. one? Yeah, yeah. Eric, Eric showed me the dusty, the dusty ground, the dusty <laughs> ground. Um, <laughs> and a lot of that there was there was a lot of poverty in that lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was there's some hard stuff that we went through, and um, there's also um, Eric shared something else with us very early on about our boys because Helena's grandson, who's the same age as my Marcus is autistic as same as Marcus. And, mm-hmm. um, they're both from the same planet. And what's so interesting wow. is like, they, they call it the orange planet and both boys <laughs> are very connected to it. And, cool. um, Helena and I both come from that same soul family, that same location as well, because what Eric shared with us is that those two boys came in incarnated at the time that they did, which is in 2012, when we had that big consciousness shift. Um, They were both born in that year, and they came in to link us together. That was part of it, for sure. It's part of it, yeah. Yeah. There's more to it, of course, too. Of course. That's a biggie. That's and like when they were babies, we didn't know they were autistic or anything. Like you no. know, it, it didn't no. start showing until they got a little older. But yeah. like we we've gone through so much similarities, eh, Michelle, in our lives with different things. We that, have we have from our families to 
Helena's right from Ireland. I've got Irish background. Wow. Um, you know, there's she's the only girl in her family. I'm the only girl in my family. You know, there's just there, there's just all kinds of little synchronicities that are just so make cool. us shake our head all along. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's so. Um, okay. So, how will a person know? Number one, if they would benefit by an energy reading, and number two, if they would benefit by a tandem healing. Well, with an energy reading, of course, like you said, Elisa, if you've had scalar work and it's been, what, longer than six months and you're not noticing anything or you don't feel that it's having the effect that you maybe think it should or if you, you know, then also if you're still having – you know, you feel like there's an attachment. If you're feeling that there's a lot of negativity, um, darkness or yeah. anything, and you have that work done, that's a really good inkling that there's something going on, enough to have the energy read. And at that point, we can say, okay, yes, there's an attachment. Now, mind you, just like we said before, there's plenty of people that don't have attachments but still have a residue of negative energy or say it's projected from somebody else or from a location or something that's going on in their life, Um, maybe even uh, something that was removed during um, the scalar work, and they just need a little extra boost. Usually when people have had scalar work, it seems like you come up with no reptilians, no entities, et cetera. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I I look at it where they're tools that work off of each other, Alisa, you know, like – not every case, but um, a lot of the times it's it's just um, like aftercare or, <laughs> you know, um, right. because it, it, it's not waving a magic wand. Nothing can do that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and if they, they need a bit extra help or, you know, um, it's there. It's there for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going so to put it out to the listeners. You know, maybe we need to have a, a scalar service where it's a combination of the energy repair protection enhancement with mm-hmm. and healing, um, and of course, you know, the money that for the tenant healing goes to you guys. But uh, it, you know, maybe it's a, a, a package. I mean, it may mm-hmm. be that's a great mm-hmm. idea too. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. I had Michelle show me the scalar machines today because I was all, all interested in the machines and how it worked and yeah. you know. Um, so yeah, that uh, that would be be- like that would be really beneficial. I'm getting a big yes on that from Eric. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and maybe we can have it. Then I will take the cut, of course. The, because I don't care about money, but uh, you know, um, I would take a cut in the bundle if we created one. So I'll leave that to you guys. Um, but the scaler mm-hmm. machine, Spooky Two Scaler, um, the people that bought that, you have to be very careful because when I was first working with that, they have recommended mm-hmm. frequency sets that are so fucked up they're not good they are so awful well i'd ask michelle that today i go what about the frequencies and she told me that eric guides you on that whoa it has to be the divine that guides because yeah 
for example, I know when I'm decalcifying somebody's pineal gland because I'm working really hard at 7.20 megahertz in the scalar field and 8 megahertz. I mean, it's, 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 Mm -hmm. and when I'm doing a microbiome optimization, so many Mm -hmm. frequencies from the three bands Mm -hmm. to the five bands. So, um, so I, I depend on him to, okay, what does yeah. that freak, how long are we going to work here? And it's usually right. how long and, I want it to be, but whatever. <laughs> well, and I remember, I remember, Elisa, when you first started doing this, like how hard it was because you had to put so much together and to get everything set and, and that, like, it's, it's a lot of work. So it's not something if you just pick up a machine and just go. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's not that easy. And at first, I I did protection things for myself, but they weren't. I didn't do enough. And so I would take a bath, and I would feel so horrible and sick and vomiting. Take a bath, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. black left in the bathtub. And and so it's not faint of heart and... No, uh, and also there's a lot of medicine involved as a doctor, physiology, yeah. and all that stuff. Right, so it really work well. Um, so right, uh, it's you know y'all can get a spooky juice scaler. Good luck. Oh I mean, no, I just I was interested in what you were doing. Like it, well, no, it no, wasn't no, for me. Like just yeah, yeah, yeah for people other people. It's, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, you're wasting your money. Possibly you can probably sell yeah. it, whatever. If you think that buying that and depending on their frequency set is going to be enough, because I've already been there, done that, and it does not work. Right, right. Well, we had we had a friend recently ask about joining us for the Tandem Healings, and um, it was a no, and that was honestly for their protection. Oh. Because I yeah. don't want to be responsible for someone else coming into it and you know, something attaching onto them and us ending up having to do a tandem healing on them <laughs> from the, can- you know, so it's like, it's not something that you want to mess with, you know, it's, um, yeah. I mean, you're right. I've had people and, that, that did the, got the scalar machine and did not know how to protect themselves and they made things a lot worse instead of better. Worse. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. Right. Scary. I mean, I don't know. Well, I know um, protection is always part of it with us, too. Always. Big time. Mm-hmm. I have a, a very long, um, well, I have many protection devices. One is, it's with great love, respect, and gratitude that I call upon Archangel Michael and his entire dominion of the rainbow ray garden of life to immediately and permanently and absolutely, <laughs> entirely, and only and completely and also hold and fully block and if possible burn the flames of all holy fires, anything, anyone that tries to, whatever. So I, I have. I think you said that a few times, eh? Oh God, yes. No one take callers by any chance, or you have anything? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that's good. Let's take callers, Helena, Eric. Yeah, let's sure. Take I love you, Eric. I miss you, sweet pea. All right, got somebody from the seven one four area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hello. Hi, how you doing? What's your name and where are you from, basically, and how can we help hi. you? Hi. Yes, hi. My name is Marisol Castillo, and I am from um, California, actually 
well, I live in Texas now, but I'm in California right now staying with family. And so um, thank you for taking my call. I have been dealing with a lot of health issues, um, and I'm very curious about this tantrum healing as well. That's actually, um, that was really nice to hear, but... I've been dealing with, I had a very um, bad experience in my early 20s, um, um, sexually abused, and I've had uh, many health issues. Um, and so I'm um, 39 now, but I was wanting to just kind of get some feedback from Eric and um, see what can help. I've been to several doctors just to figure out what's wrong or how I can yeah move forward because yeah, I, I, I do feel this heaviness. I've talked with this sweet lady and, you know, I, 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 I share with her that I've been through a lot of abuse as well. But I, and I think that the abuse um, that she has had has led to physical, mental, whatever, emotional illnesses. I don't know why, maybe because when she was abused, negative entities or whatever started attaching to her and making her, I mean, creating these, but Eric, can you help us? Why? You yeah, know, it's, it's, I, what I'm getting is... Get to, uh, to her physical and other illness issues she, she has. Well, I'm getting blockages because of the trauma and yeah. what that mm-hmm. does to you mentally and psychologically. And yeah. uh, and then it will come out in the physical, right? So um, it's like that trauma is very deep um, and it's being held on to. And that's, mm-hmm. that's why, um, and, it, you know, it's everyone has to be, like, ready. So maybe now, like I'm getting from Eric, that now you're in a space that you are ready. Um, to like go inside, face it, and um, we can help. Like the, there's just so much when you're in that state, you're just open and so vulnerable to energies, attachments, anything that, that feed off of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fear that, that that kind of trauma, I've been through it myself, the fear that that trauma brings, you know, and that attracts the the dark as well um so what are you getting michelle oh sorry go ahead no no no. you 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 go michelle um what i was being shown also is the so are some of the health issues that you have i've got in the chest area and also solar plexus and sacral area so in kind of the female organs around that area do you have some issues in there Yes, I do. Um, I do, actually. I have, Mm -hmm. um, I actually am going to see a specialist tomorrow um, for Mm -hmm. the sacral area um, because Mm -hmm. I do think there are some physical um, issues there that are pretty alarming, I feel like, a little scary. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. we'll see what comes out of that tomorrow. Yeah, right. it, Eric says it's important, like, you're doing the right thing by going and getting checked out. Um, he says it'll be okay. He he says you're a leader. So you've got leadership energy to you. And so a lot of what you're experiencing is some of that adversity 
to help you become empowered and to release. Um, Tandem healing, scalar, any kind of healing will help you. He says that there is a physical component um, that needs some medical treatment, some medical help. So in combination of the two, uh, and you'll be okay. You're going to be fine. I would recommend yes. that if you do scalar healing, you only do the energy repair protection and enhancement because mm-hmm. so much of there, like, like the release of trapped emotions, which could be a lot of, of what you're going through. And, 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 mm-hmm. and that's why bleed through blockages and stuff. So please don't order things that are specific to you know, if you have, like, dysmenorrhea, for example, or whatever, anything you have, please don't order that. Just do, mm-hmm. if you do anything, just do the main service and be patient and wait. Because it takes care of so many physical, emotional, mm-hmm. and, and mental issues that you probably don't need anything else most of the time. Like, for example, I had this one girl who uh, had a horrible shoulder pain. I just did the main service on our children don't get the pain relief or the, you know, arthritis, whatever. And it went away. He didn't need anything else. So you've got to be really careful about getting things that are not mm-hmm. necessary, you know, um, please. Um, so is there any past life component to what you're going through guys, Eric? There is some past life component. Um, Eric's just saying that there's um, the energy of rejection, life, um, and he's saying that this is connected to family. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's what's carried forward. That's the strongest energy in this life. And so that that is what's in the process of releasing because that's kind of the underbelly of it. Okay. So Very what is the like, path of least resistance for her? What should she get that's cheap and quick that will give her some relief? I mean, there's also things like EMDR, for example. Um, you know, I mean, Eric, what does she need right away that is simple and inexpensive? Well, She's we could actually, do a healing, just a distant yeah. healing. Yeah. Clear some energy and move some of that energy around and release some of that because uh, I was getting it right in the solar plexus to um, mm-hmm. release some of that energy. Yeah. All right. All right. I got your back, girl. You know that, right? I told you Thank that. you so much. <laughs> yes. So, Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Stay in touch with me, okay? I can't help I will you every you step of the way. I will. Okay. I promise. Well, <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Okay. Um, you know, I just feel this girl has been through so much, and I just feel very, I don't know, close to her. I, maybe we had other lives together, but there's something about our connection. It, it just made me, to hear her story, it made me very yeah. sad. And, and I, I've had that bond with a couple of them, Elisa. You don't get it with everyone. But there's, no, there's just certain not. ones that just kind of just, you know, you just feel that. And, and truly you do. Like, I'm like, we knew each other in a past life because, yeah. you know, you just feel that closeness, that instant mm-hmm. 
You know? I know. It's like a mama bear in me is just growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her behalf, you know, for some yeah. reason. Oh. All right. Well, let's go on to the next person. Eight, four, five, area code. Hi there. How you doing? Hi. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Thank you. My name is Maria. I call it from Maria, hi. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Okay. Nice to talk to you guys. I want to ask you something, please. Uh, are you seeing to go back in Italy soon and buy my old house away? Oh, you want, you want to go back to Italy, don't you? Yeah. I want to go with you. I want to go with you. I love Italy. Okay, come on over. Okay. At least, so you see, I buy my old house where I born, or buy another one, uh, another city in Jefalu. Please. So, will she go to uh, Eric? Will she go back to Italy? Maybe buy her. Yes, I'm going to buy the house where I born. Right. So, Eric, what do you think, dude? So, you want to go back and buy your childhood home? Yes. One other place. Well, Eric's giving me a yes. <laughs> what are yeah. you getting, Michelle? I'm going to buy my house. Yeah, he he says yes, and he says yeah. like this is your dream. So follow your dream. This is yeah. your dream. He says trust it, and, yeah. and yeah. stay on the lighter side of things, the positive side of things. He's actually giving um, between six months and a year. You're gonna have an opportunity. And that's a good. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a. Um, yeah. Very good, very good. You get it. Yeah, good luck, and then we'll all come out and visit you. Yeah, we all will. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Why not? Why not? Lucky, I'm lucky. Sounds good. Sounds good. Why not? Awesome. All right, so let's know Thanks. your address. We're going to be there. We'll build a vineyard on your property. That's oh, nice. Good. And we'll drink all the profits. <laughs> all right. Love you, Maria. All right, uh, 404 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hey, Elisa, it's Danny, how are you? Danny, how are you doing? What's up, girl? I'm doing great, Elisa. Oh, you know, just got two toddlers, so if you hear a little mermaid or crying in the background, I apologize. <laughs> oh, my God, been there, done that, girl. Been there, yeah. done that. <laughs> right. So anyway, not to take up anybody else's time, but I just had an old coworker who committed suicide. And I know Eric mm-hmm. Bean, that's how he entered heaven. Um, if he could tell me why he did that and guide him through the other side. I, he was oh. a very private person, but he was the most oh, likable, happy, oh. best, best energy on the planet. So I'm just wondering what demons he was battling with on this planet that I didn't know about. What's his name, Danny? Corbin. Corbin. And where is he? Where is he? Where does he live? He 
so I worked with him in Atlanta, in Marietta, where my dad, Jim, lives. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, and I Jim. worked with him at, yeah, so I worked at, with him at the hospital for six years. And he had recently moved to Utah. He was only 34 years old. Oh, my God. And he had a great family support. Like, everybody's friend, everybody had a crush on him, was, you know, the best person. Like, I just, I, it, it just left me Eric, feeling. what happened? Eric, what happened? In shock. I don't know. Did, did Eric, Eric's know? telling um, me. Oh, sorry, yeah. Michelle. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, go ahead no, I, I, Eric was just saying that, um, it was a trauma in his childhood that um, oh. he, uh, he he couldn't um, deal with face. He felt very alone with it, very ashamed about it. Um, was it sexual, physical, emotional, or all of the above, or what? He was very close I, I, to his family, so I, it's just strange to me. I, I, um, you never know. Well, that can be, yeah, that can be, um, if it was a family member, he wouldn't have had the strength to speak up and say. Um, he didn't feel that it would be believed, but I believe it was um, sexual and physical and mental abuse as well. Um, I'm, I'm not saying an immediate family, but he didn't feel strong enough or that he would believe be believed enough to speak up. Um, and Danny, I'm telling you, it, as a doctor, I've seen cases like this where, oh my God, a perfect family, but then exactly you know. like he seemed yeah. to be. He, he was the one friend that everybody went to. He was the smile yeah. that lit up the room. It seemed to be that case in a lot of yeah. cases. He had, like yeah. you know, Eric said he had a really, really good mask, and and yeah. that's the, that's the really hard he really part. Did he was very yeah. secretive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but there was a lot of, um, it was very hard. Forgiveness was really hard. And, um, like, he accepted a lot of blame on himself. And yeah. it, just, it tormented him. It tormented him. Because a, a lot and of us just, felt like it was because of relationships. Like, we didn't know if it was his girlfriend leaving him or if it was something there, there else. And nobody something really. There. there is something in there with relationships. Eric does yeah. say that. Right. Um, but it could but still have roots in his childhood that, abuse, and that's exactly yeah. it. It's when when there's something like that that's rooted in. It's these other things that trigger that yeah. unworthiness or those feelings yeah. that are buried deep inside. Because it's not really one specific turn of events. It's this pile up of things within. I I don't. I'm getting that he wasn't Danny. He wasn't able to be intimate, and I don't mean that just in a sexual way. I mean that in an intimacy way because of what uh-huh. happened. And I think the family, um, it, he knew it would tear them apart. And he, uh, yeah, I can feel he, it. He, he was I very, he was, he was very close to his family, like in a different, I don't know. I So, I don't know. It just seems like there may be it what, may, some it underlying may have been somebody, somebody connected, like, doesn't have to be his immediate family. Oh, yeah. But it, may, it could be a neighbor. Yeah. It could be a family friend. Yeah. It could be an uncle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. It could be a pastor. Yeah. Like, you know, you never know, man. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for calling in, Danny. Oh, gosh, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. All right. We got somebody from the 304 area coast. Hi there. Hello, beautiful lady. Hey. 
Hi. Hello. Gretchen. This is Gretchen from West Virginia. Gretchen, how you doing? Hi, Gretchen. How are you? What's the first initial of your last name? K. I knew it. Okay. Yeah. Five letter <laughs> name. Okay, I've got, go ahead. Yeah, I've got a, a a pretty basic question this time. Um, I'm thinking about getting the new COVID uh shot, and I'm wondering, a, is it currently safe and B, would it be a good idea for me as an individual to have it done? I'm getting you don't need it, Gretchen. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I just, I get that you, have you had any of them? Uh, back when it was, you know, first experimental. Yeah. So you've that. had the two? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I'm, I don't know about what you're getting, Michelle, but I'm getting that she has enough that... Um... Yeah, he, Eric's just saying, Eric's just saying it's not necessary for you. Yeah, to okay. Well, yeah. Just, it's not physically them. necessary. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. As a doctor, <laughs> I'm saying that it's rarely necessary unless you are in you know compromised in some way i'm telling you for example what's going on with china being locked up welded into your apartment you know then people do not get herd immunity and like this is why we're seeing rsv and other things in our children because they were locked down so long and this is a doctor that they, um, you know, they don't develop the antibodies that they need to survive RSV and the influenza and all that because they were protected from a normal immune response. And this is what's happening. So I've been from the very beginning, I thought that no COVID lockdown, no mask, fuck it. Just protect our elderly and vulnerable and let everybody else get it, and you know that they're not vulnerable, so that we get herd immunity, and the children don't have to, you know, suffer what has happened with their education and all that stuff. Oh, so and many layers it's, for the kids. It's proven, it's proven to be true. It's proven to yeah. be true. That it was an unnecessary, horrible political decision. So at least. Anyway, I just want oh. to say thank you for what you do, okay? I love you. Thank you for what you do. Are you kidding me? I love hey, all I got, you guys. I got one love quick question. My, um, my father uh, died. Um, he all of a sudden got super horrible back pain and started, like, needing units after units after units of blood. Like, he was exsanguinating into his retroperitoneal space. Why did that happen? When I was on the e-board, Eric said GI. So I'm thinking that my sister Laura, bless her soul, she is OCD, and she used to bathe herself with Brillo pads, okay, did a rectal, I mean, a fecal disimpaction so rigorously that she broke something and he exsanguinated, which was a blessing, really, but it was a horrible way to die. So what happened? Why did he bleed out and have that pain? There was no blood, like there was no, you know, no blood coming out of his rectum or his mouth or anything. What was it? 
And this is your dad, Elisa. Yes, Jose Antonio Ribeyes Barak, uh, Agustin Ribeyes Barak, a long name. Why did you lose all that blood and have such awful pain when there's no obvious blood coming out of any orifice? Look, Eric's saying the pain was purposeful, which I, you know. um, Yeah, he got what he deserved, I know. Well, I think he he got what he thought he deserved, yes. Yeah, but where did the blood go? Intestine. Yeah. The eye, like that's what it. Yeah, gastrointestine. Yeah. Like it. it, Yeah. Did have to do with the fact that you're not supposed to give rectal um, fecal disimpactions to a person who's on blood thinners, which she was on a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all it's all in the intestinal area. It's like trap. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And you guys read in the description box the way to contact these (laughs) beautiful women. I love you all. And thank you so much. Love you, Elisa. You are. I mean, God. I'm so grateful to you both. Thank you. Love you. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Elisa. Eric says, love you, Mom. I love you more, baby. Love you. Love you, Lena. Bye. Bye.